I'm Marion Jorgensen and welcome to Armchair Talks, where at the heart of all my conversations with my inspirational guests is authenticity and inner wisdom. Let's get connected to who we really are and live the happiest and most fulfilled life we can. My guest today is Catherine Annis. She lives in a small town in northwestern Ontario, Canada, and has worked for over 25 years in the social services field, and seasonally for 20 years as a park ranger on a wilderness park. Catherine taught yoga and had a Reiki practice for many years. She is now a health and well-being coach and podcaster. Catherine has a deep understanding of how life plays out in each of us and shares her wisdom so that we can understand how this amazing process happens, so that we can also reconnect to our own inner wisdom and well-being. In this episode, Catherine gives us clarity on how to have healthy relationships by loving ourselves first and foremost. When we do this, boundaries arrive automatically when we are authentic. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the Armchair Talks. Um, you're in Canada at the moment, and I believe it's freezing over there. It is. I'm so tempted. I just want, I want to, you're not going to be able to see, but there are, uh, you know, trees covered in snow out there. <laughs> so and and cool. you have amazingly cold temperatures as well. What temperature are you at today? Oh, the last time I checked, it was when I went to walk the dog, it was minus 16 Celsius. My so that's freezing. Pretty darn moderate for us. Yeah. Well, you're doing really well to get on the Wi-Fi today. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Catherine, I've been dying to talk to you again. I know that you've done oh, so uh, happy to be back here with you. Yeah, really a previous happy. podcast for me and um I really wanted to talk to you something really close to my heart and I knew that you were the right person to come to so and that's about um about relationships and healthy boundaries and and the clarity mm -hmm. around that and the reason that I'm asking that is is that it's all very well for us to know that when we're in a relationship that we um, need to um, understand the other person and compromise and all of those things and also uh, we need also to know when to walk away when something isn't unacceptable and I think that's such a, a fine line uh, that we just need to understand that a little bit better and I, I know that within your relationship you have this real understanding of what it means to uh, deeply connect with another person whilst having your own boundaries and i'd love you to tell me about that well <clears throat> thanks for inviting me back marion yeah i always enjoy spending time with you and talking to you and um I'm just uh, curious today, as are you, <laughs> in terms of what's going to come up. Of course, since you invited me, I've been in reflecting just 
you know, now and then reflecting on the topic as I understood it to be. And I think I said to you at the time that the timing was just impeccable um, because I was going through something in my own relationship around this topic at the time. <laughs> Um, so it was just amazing to get your invitation as I was, and I was sitting, you know, I have this practice of sitting quietly every morning if I, if I have the time, uh, with my coffee and, and just, uh, with the sunrise and my dog fan and just sitting in quiet reflection. Mm. And, uh, I found it the most powerful thing in my life to do because it's a place that, um, insight occurs for me. It's not something, you know, I try to prescribe for other people, but in my own journey, um, seeking clarity and insight and truth, whatever we want to call it, um, I'm at, at this stage of my life, that's my practice. I make time every morning to sit mm. and just be open to insight occurring to me and and the way that looks is something that might seem confusing will all of a sudden be clear to me i'll have a deeper understanding of something that was baffling me yeah previously and it doesn't mean i'll know exactly what to do although often the next step in the right direction occurs to me as well mm. and i live my life from that the simplicity of that mm. when i'm clear i'm not always clear you know, sometimes I get caught up in, in my own conditioned personal thinking and in, and in confusion, but I always return to the simplicity of let me get quiet and let me just listen. Learning to listen has been the most valuable thing too. So learning to quiet myself and, and to listen. So <clears throat> I think we're talking about boundaries and I'm going to say some things that might seem quite controversial or radical or right. extreme. Because this is this is what I'm seeing for myself, and it's been a and it's been a long journey of of getting into. I've I've worked in a women's shelter for women who are in abusive uh, relationships. Just to give people a little bit of background, uh, for several years I worked in the social service field. Um, but my time in the shelter with women, a shelter for women and children in abusive leaving abusive relationships. So the topic is really close to my heart and I've, I've been in, you know, a couple of relationships myself that included um, at times physical violence, at times emotional and psychological, what we would call psychological and emotional abuse. So this idea of when do we know to leave, when do we know to stay, this has been an ongoing um, journey of discovery for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I had my limits. I had some boundaries. Usually it was when this gets violent, I'm getting out of here. But um, I think we can safely say that with clarity, um, we don't need to get to the place of physical violence. Uh, and, and I don't mean to say that anything can happen. You know, we're not someone could be physically violent towards us and we haven't seen it coming at all. Of course. Um, but what, what I found for myself, um, 
let me just say it. My number, like my, my primary relationship is with myself. Now, this might sound selfish, but for me, it's turned out to be exactly the opposite. So my primary relationship is with my own truth and my own authentic expression of life and who I am. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's. So we're on the, we're on the, yes, Catherine. (laughs) So, right. Okay. So we're looking in that direction. Hmm. Now, along the way, I, you know, have gotten into relationships. Now, that is something I've known for a long time. Now, let me just be clear. I'm, I'm, I'm not a relationship expert. I'm a relation. I'm, I'm an expert in terms of what I've learned in relationships. Mm. And I think there are some, some fundamental truths that um, apply to all of us. And, it, you know, it might be helpful to share what I've seen. So here we are. Um, and it, it's different from the conventional notion of how to create a healthy relationship. I'll say right up front, I no longer work on my relationship with my partner. There is zero working on the relationship. And there used to be a lot of that in the past. I used to read a lot of relationship books. I used to leave them out, hoping whoever I happened to be in a relationship would be interested enough to... Um, read them. I've, I've been known to take my partner to uh, relationship seminars, drag them kicking and screaming. Uh, and I don't do any of that anymore. And I find it absolutely unnecessary. And, um, you know, it really was the journey back home to myself. Mm. And that might sound a little too esoteric, but I think inside we all know what that means we or we don't know what it means or we may we're aware that that's a journey that we need to take and when i first started on my own journey of self-awareness i really didn't know intellectually what that meant i really didn't understand it i just felt the truth of it you see i i had started very early just giving myself away to men I didn't, by the time I was, you know, of dating age, Mm. I, for whatever reason, it doesn't even matter. I had no idea who I was or what my life was about in this world outside of trying to find someone to love me. And when you're in that place, you can't, you can't set boundaries. You can't. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there is no such thing as a boundary when what you're looking for is something outside of you to give you yeah. what you need to find within. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's a, a really, there's a deep, deep truth. And once you find what you're looking for within, mm. every outside relationship flows from that. So let me back up again and say um, what looked like trying to work on relationships, like simultaneously I was trying to understand the person. I was trying to be, I was, I looked like a woman who was very low maintenance. 
because my priority was giving you what you wanted. Yeah. Like, I don't really need anything here, but, but I'm going to try and give you what I think you want or what I hear you want. I want I'm going to be who you want me to be. Well, that's a big disaster just waiting to happen. You, it, they're just, it doesn't lead to any kind of security or happiness. And it took me a long time. It took me two failed marriages to, mm-hmm. to realize that. And I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to get back again to what I was learning along the way was um, I knew somewhere inside of me that I didn't really love myself. I didn't really accept myself. And the way that showed up is that I wasn't showing up in the world authentically. Mm. In fact, I didn't even know that consciously. I just knew that I wasn't expressing my honest opinions. Yeah. And I, I didn't feel at ease in the world. Um, and anytime you're trying to be something for someone else, I mean, that started very early. And, um, you know, the fact that I was trying to be what any other person wanted me to be was just indicative of the fact that I somehow disconnected from myself. I learned very early that who, who and what I was naturally wasn't okay. That is not acceptable and that's not lovable. Um, so by the time I was dating men, that was an unconscious program that was running. I didn't even know that was driving my behavior. Um, but I came to know it. I came to understand it. I used to think it was about someone else. And what I came to understand is it's never about the other person. Now, this is for me where clarity comes in in relation to boundaries. Mm-hmm. And, it, and I think it's, it might sound really radical, but again, I've come to see for myself that it is never about the other person. And what I mean by that is that the, the, the clearer I am, the more boundaries are, are effortless. I don't create boundaries in my relationship. I seek clarity. And in that clarity, from that clarity, all of my outside relationships are formed. So here's what my relationships, my outside relationships teach me. They teach me my clarity or my lack of clarity. Mm-hmm. So um, as I've been committed to my own path and my own growth and my own spiritual journey, my clarity has increased. Yeah. And as I've learned to be true to myself, this is all interconnected so beautifully. In that journey, as I've gained more self-awareness, I've gained the courage to be myself authentically in my relationships. And it, 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 I talk about it as a commitment to truth. Yes. Like, so yeah. Okay. So 100%. Yeah. So when I find, sometimes I don't know, I'm like, I can, I've always considered myself an honest person as in. I never purposely tried to deceive people or tried to gain things from lying. But what I didn't even know was that I wasn't emotionally honest. Yes. See, I didn't have, I didn't, one of the things I didn't have is that my, 
my dad was a really angry guy. I love, I love my dad and it's all resolved now. He's, he's not with us any longer, but he was an angry guy when I was growing up and he would rage. And so the rest of us, I had um, four siblings and my mom, we all learned to do something else with anger because it, because it wasn't, he, he had, he held all the anger. And, and we, I developed depression early instead of anger. So, you know, one of my uh, partner I'm with right now, John, we lived together and he never once saw me get angry, you know, for f in five years, except once or twice angry at my daughter's behavior in a, in a, mm -hmm. you know, there's something wrong with, you know, <laughs> You know, that wasn't the fact that I was so enlightened that I never got angry. It was that my anger was actually repressed and I turned anger into depression because anger didn't feel safe for me. And I, and I tended to attract angry men. Mm. Now, I spent a lot of years trying to work that out in, you know, in, in the world of psychology for, through psychoanalysis. I don't do that anymore. That actually did not get me anywhere. Um, um, but you know, it, it seemed like the thing to do for me for, for some time until I, but you know, simultaneously, I was also on a spiritual journey. I was looking for a deeper truth than the, than the modern psychological uh, views. I knew there was a deeper truth to my existence and that it was spiritual in nature. I just didn't know how that applied to this crazy life that I was living or, or the dysfunctional relationships that I found myself in. Um, and I just want to say, um, there's no prescription. Like I just, I just continued to seek a deeper truth and something within me knew that I hadn't found it yet. If that makes sense to people, it was an intuitive sense of, of, looking for the deeper truths that exist and apply to all of us in life. And, and um, that was it. I found out that my self-awareness, like my reflection, my, my, my relationships with people outside of myself were a direct reflection of my own level of consciousness. Like we, like anyone that I was in a relationship with was the other side of the same coin. Yeah. And, and now I know like, yeah. And I didn't really know what to make of that. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm, I must be in a, but and, until I just took blame right out of the equation, like there's no blame here. Um, when I encountered um, the three principles, which is a part of my uh, understanding today in relation to how relation to how my experience gets created, uh, I understood that anytime I was in a state of distress or confusion, you know, I was caught up in my own personal condition thinking. That was helpful because it pointed me away from all of the rabbit holes I used to go down into in relationships. How do I fix myself? How do I fix him? How do I get us from this dysfunctional state to, see, I was really working on the form of the relationship. I was always trying to create a healthier relationship because as I continued on my spiritual journey, 
I started to get healthier, psychologically yeah. and, and emotionally and in every way. Now, if I was in a relationship with a man who was not interested, there would be some conflict that was based on the fact that I was really committed to my own growth as a human being. And I began, be, began to see that I could never take someone along with me. It just wasn't possible for me to heal someone else, to fix someone else, to bring someone along on my path. We could share a part of the journey together. There could be love, genuine love. But to the degree that I got clear about loving myself and accepting myself, boundaries automatically happened. And here's how they happened. I showed up and told the truth. Ah, oh, so what you're saying is, because I thought we'd simplify it a bit for people. So just give an example. You're in a relationship with a great person. Yeah. And they, um, just for example, they keep coming home late from work. And in the end, you get start getting annoyed because they're not home helping you with the kids or your wife is out you know, visit, seeing her friends and being late coming home. And, and we're getting more and more annoyed about that. And what you're saying is that, I believe, is that instead of me getting annoyed, um, I am allowing myself to be clear about what's going on. So I speak my truth. I say, I'm not very happy about this because of this, this and this. And then what? Well, here's what comes to mind for me about that scenario. Yeah. You know, someone coming home at a certain time doesn't, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Doesn't, you know, from my, just from my perspective, that doesn't ever annoy me. That can't annoy me. My thinking they should be different than they are is what annoys me. So first of all, it's, it's my thought in the moment that they should be doing things my way that's annoying me yeah. now that's confusion and if i approach them telling them that they need to change and be what i would like them to be yeah. i'm apt to get a, quite a bit of resistance to that no one likes to be told that they need to be something other than they are but it doesn't mean that in so, but this is this might sound like we're this is an important distinction because mm -hmm. it's always about me it's not about them and my own clarity means that i can approach them with an open heart and without resentment and without annoyance and try to create a more supportive partnership with them you see my relationship now with uh, john who is my partner of 12 years and we were together for five years earlier in life. We separated and went our opposite ways for seven years. And then we bumped into each other again. And we've, our, our relationship has, has really been transformed, as you mentioned earlier, from it's night and day. Yeah. Um, uh, but you see, I'm no longer asking someone to do something to make me happier. I am... But I am, however, getting clear about the kind of partnership I want 
to create and am interested in creating. Ah. Now, if I was raising a small child, then that would sure be a part of it. You know, I can, I, I was a single parent. I raised my daughter basically on my own. I never found a man who wanted to enter into a partnership with that in a way that worked for me. And John is one of those people. Our, our first manifestation of a relationship ended because we couldn't find common ground on parenting. Mm -hmm. So that's what occurs to me. This is what I mean by, about my, it's never about the other person. It's never about, like, I'm really clear that no one is here on the planet to be what I want them to be, or even to meet my needs. That it just, it can't be. No, one, no one's been born for the purpose of meeting my needs. No one, not my parents even. We're all showing up, and we're on this journey of self-realization and we are on the journey, I think, to finding what we need within. Now, it doesn't mean I don't want healthy human relationships. We're also created to desire and flourish through connection with one another. So how do we know though, Catherine, when we're in a relationship and that relationship is not the right relationship for us. Okay. Here's what just popped into my head about that, what I've seen about that. That seems confusing, doesn't it? Is it like, should I leave? Should I go? As what, uh, you know, I've been in that place many times in my life um, because I, ha I can remember being told, well, you expect perfection. You're too idealistic you know, about relationships, because I was always trying to work on the relationship instead of my own clarity within the relationship. And this is why I said, and what that felt like on the other end is I'm trying to fix you. Mm. You're not okay. And I'm here to help you fix yourself. That was the social worker in me. Mm. <laughs> and that was the confused human being in me who who didn't have clarity within herself. Um, so again, as I got clearer, Marion, here's, here's how I knew a relationship should leave. It ended. As I continued to get more clear, more clarity in relation to my own truth, not the other person, I showed up with greater authenticity. And as I showed up with greater authenticity, sometimes the relationship ended. Sometimes the relationship fell away. The more clarity I had, the more I spoke my own truth within the relationship and it would become glaringly obvious very quickly whether or not the relationship could withstand that truth. I love that. I, I love what you're saying because that's where the confusion was for me. Um, listening to this was that if I'm in a relationship and I am loving myself and I'm in that relationship with myself and I'm growing and finding clarity for myself and being authentic and um, just speaking what is honestly coming out of me, 
if it isn't right for me, I will see that in my in the clarity. Yeah, or the person might just say, "Are you kidding?" Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. Like, that's what I mean. I mean, the 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 more honest and authentic you are, yeah. Like, and I mean, this is friendships. This is any kind of relationship. Mm. When you are no longer trying to be pleasing to other people to keep them, like I'll be brutal here to manipulate them. Yeah. Like accept me, love me, care for me. Again, it's that thinking that we need something that we need. Once that love is within yourself, like on this journey to loving myself, it it means love equals not in the egoic sense. Aren't I wonderful? self-acceptance love is allowing the yourself to be in the world as you find yourself to be it's always an ongoing evolving like who and what i i am the more i have the more acceptance i have for myself as a human being and a woman in the world this is self-love allowing and allowing myself to be at ease in the world just as I am. That's, that's love to me. That, that's self-love. I am no longer changing myself to suit other people's um, expectations. Marion, it just, you know, it just doesn't happen. You know, as I learn to love myself, it just doesn't happen. And some people don't appreciate or like that. And honestly, what I found is that used to be really hurtful to me. And it simply isn't. I'm the love I was looking for. And when someone doesn't like me, I understand it. I didn't like me for a long time, too. (laughs) I just don't have those expectations and and then the right people, the people who can appreciate who I am on the human level, you know, just this personality that's a collection of thoughts mm. and beliefs. The the right people who can appreciate me and support me in my life show up. They just do. It, it sounds so airy fairy and magical, but it's the truth. It happens. The more authentic you are, the the wrong people leave. They fall away. They leave you. You leave them. It doesn't matter which way it happens. Uh, and, the, and the right people, people who can support your journey show up along the way, but it, it happens within first. So the inner relationship is always reflected in the outer relationships, always. Like my, um, the clearer I am and the more I love myself, the less I subject myself to behavior from someone who isn't yet at a place that they can treat me respectfully. There's my boundary. I don't blame them. I don't shame them. Mary and I simply don't expose myself to them. I don't throw myself under that bus anymore looking for love. Like the clearer I am that I'm the source of my love and my Um, fulfillment the less I need it from someone outside of me who I gotta say innocently Mm. because we are all in our essence loving Mm. and I no longer am confused about the fact that 
um, I'm not here to change anyone else or to fix them or to teach them. I'm here to create a loving, supportive partnership with other human beings. Mm. Absolutely clear about that. And whether that's my friends, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not here to fix them or to heal them or to, I, but I'm here to share whatever, you know, bit of wisdom I have willingly with an open heart, Mm -hmm. but we're all on this. We're all on an individual journey, you know, to self-awareness and self-fulfillment and to finding what we need within. And the irony and paradox for me that I, that I'm living into is the more I find that within the more I have to share and give. Mm. This is just the simple truth of it. The more I love and accept myself, the more loving and accepting I am of other people. But let me tell you this. It doesn't mean I subject myself to bad behavior from other people because I see it so early on, so far upstream, that I don't have expectations I'm not going to say I'm completely free of expectations from other people, but really often like I can, you can see, I don't get sideswiped by other people's behavior anymore Yeah, because poor behavior starts very, very early on and someone else's lack of clarity. When you get really clear yourself, it's just like this. If you learn to tell the truth in your life, if you're a truth teller, yeah, you spot people who aren't a mile away and yeah. it's not judging them. It's your own clarity yeah. and you don't even have to know what is going on with them. You just know enough not to expect them to show up and be truthful and honest when the going gets rough because they haven't learned that they haven't developed that capacity yet. So it's like, don't expect a child to behave, you know, like an adult. We don't do that, do we? So it's like the more authentic and genuine you are. I love that, that saying, uh, you know, the truth is simple and takes few words to speak. When someone's spinning you a long story about why and how and, it's their fault and they're deflecting you don't have to even you don't even need to know the truth in terms of the content you just know that that human being isn't at a place where they can just show up authentically Mm -hmm. and share it the truth is scary for so many people Uh, byron katie has a saying we don't tell the truth when we are uh, afraid of losing what we have there's only two reasons not to tell the truth we're afraid of losing what we have or not getting what we want yeah you know, and if you haven't gotten over, if you, you know, if you aren't finding everything that you need within, mm-hmm. you're going to be afraid of losing what you have or not getting what you want. So, so all of us have the line in the sand. I'll be honest up to this point, but boy, that I'm really need to keep that to myself because the shit's going to hit the fan if I bring that out into the open. And, um, Yes, because that it, makes sense. Does that make sense? It does, because mm-hmm. it occurred to me that, you know, if I meet somebody and I'm intuitive enough now to know that they are bullshitting, yeah. you know, yeah. it, it really is my choice if I want to go further with that. 
you know, if I'm really honest with myself and I'm not afraid of losing something, then I'm really willing to let go of that. And that's when you become more authentic and that's where your, your boundaries are as well, where you don't have to have a relationship with or make a friendship with somebody when you see that because it might not, I don't really want to, I'm really happy about being around people who are, are a bit lost and aren't able to show up authentically. Mm -hmm. Because I understand why they're not doing that. But yes. I spend more time with people who really do show up authentically. And uh, because I find them more interesting and honest and I know where I stand. Yeah, you know, I always know where I stand, Marion. I stand in, grounded in my own truth. Yeah. And every single human being around me is on a continuum. Yeah. And so I can interact with people who are uh, just blatantly, they just lie to get, you know, there's such a beautiful innocence. I want us to come back again to, um, you just said something beautiful. You said, I understand why that happens. Mm. And when we understand ourselves, we understand other people. Yeah. And this is a, another uh, something that I've experienced the truth of. I was sitting in quiet reflection the other day and I never know what's going to come to me. And I sat there and I, I'm an animal lover and I have dogs. You, you know that I have, I've had dogs and cats throughout my whole life, but I can remember a time uh, when I was cruel to an animal in my life. I don't even know. I might've been a child at the time. Um, and I can remember an instance when I was a single parent and I was really at my limit and the dog did something and I was what I would call now cruel to this dog that I loved. I just lost it. So I'm sitting there, you know, peaceful, quiet reflection. The sun hasn't even come up yet. And I, and, and this, these images of myself come and I'm here I am. The, the movies playing in my mind. Now, I would have not wanted to look at that previously in my life. I wouldn't have had the courage to, I would have avoided, oh, let's not go there. That would just make me sad. But I want to tell you, this is so beautiful. Those images came up and I understood my own innocence yeah. in a I had a deep understanding of where that cruelty, what looks like cruelty on the outside, where it came from. Yeah. And I just had so much compassion for myself mm -hmm. and so much understanding of where that behavior came from that you cannot, when you see that in yourself and then you see beyond it to your innocence yeah. and why you behaved the way you did, you cannot come out of that without having a deeper understanding of your fellow human beings and where cruel behavior is coming from mm. and so this is I, this is where insight comes from for me for me life itself is instructive everything I ever need to learn or know about myself or other people comes from those times of reflection of quiet reflection uh, and you know we all have this wisdom we all have exactly the wisdom we need to understand our own lives 
more clearly. I believe that with my whole heart. We just each have to find our way to accessing that wisdom within. You know, we're, we all have it. We're, we're just, you know, we've just been conditioned away from it or we think ourselves away from it. And for me, the journey of, you know, this life is just uh, finding, coming back home to ourselves, to that wisdom within. So again, you know, it's like, like I show up in my relationship now with John. We've been together 12 years now in this second journey that we're on together. The other piece I want to say is um, I realized I needed to have a conversation with him about it doesn't matter what the what it was, but it was like I realized I needed to have a conversation about something that was going on in our relationship. And I felt really like nervous about it. And um, I had no idea whether, you see, what I'm committed to is the, my own understanding of truth as it's revealed to me. And I have no idea whether, the, whether you know, it's John that I'm in a relationship with now. He's my long-term partner. Um, I never know whether... Like I'm more committed to this inner truth than I am to the outer relationship. Yeah. I have no idea whether he's going to want to continue along the journey of life in this partnership with me, because I'll tell you, our relationship has been transformed. And, and every time I came to a big realization about myself and there were some big ones that, <laughs> that, that shattered his idea of who he thought I was. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean it, like literally. And those were difficult times and and I had to have like I had to have the courage to to uh yeah, not betray myself. It was never oh. about him. I was am I going to betray myself so I can maintain that image of me that he has. Mm. And that's never a a good trade-off you know that's all my life what what left me disconnected from myself and my own authenticity and ultimately um, led me into relationships that didn't feel fulfilling they felt hollow no matter how good the you know the man was treating me because I was disconnected from myself and my own authenticity and so now with my, like John and I, you know, as I told you, it's, it's been transformed, but, but we are on a journey of transformation. And um, I have no idea if that means that we'll stay together or not. And I don't even need to know that anymore. We are, you know, we're really committed to one another, but what we're, what we're committed to more is sharing the truth of who we are with one another. And um, that's not always obvious. You know, I, there are things about myself that I had unconsciously sort of repressed. I didn't understand my own behavior in a lot of ways for a long time in my life. And as I grew to understand that more, uh, my boundaries became clearer and clearer and it completely changed my relationship with John. And at every juncture along the way, I didn't know if the relationship would withstand the growth that was being called for. And I was ready. I loved this man more than anyone I ever had loved. 
And at every step along the way, I was, I was willing for the relationship to end because I had discovered the unfolding truth within me. And that's what I have a relationship to. And that, in that every relationship I have with anybody outside myself flows from that. And um, anyone who needs to leave, leaves, but I'm still here with me. And I have so much more unconditional love to give the people in my life because I unconditionally accept and love myself. I know that I'm a work in progress. I, I look only for the to sounds kind of, you know, airy. I just seek the truth of who I am and seek to express that, knowing that um, who we all are is loving and clear and wise. And when we're not showing up that way, we're not really connecting with our inner essence. So that's my trip is connecting with my inner essence and my outer life as I just go and live it shows me where I'm off track. And I just want to say to you, Mary, this could sound, this might sound really, um, uh, you never have to worry about being in the wrong relationship or in the wrong. You're, I don't believe we're ever in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like what we need to see will like our life will be instructive. And if we are willing to learn and grow from every circumstance we find ourselves in and then become more committed to our own inner truth, then we are attached to the outside form. That inner truth will just blossom from within us. Yeah. I think that's such a beautiful place to stop. And I just loved what you said just to encapsulate one sentence that you said, which I thought was wonderful, was I love myself more. You know, to be with somebody, I love myself more. And I think that's a, a great reminder for everybody listening. It, and, and Mary, yeah, the love I have for myself um, is reflected in the love that I have for other people. Like it does truly start within myself. And um, see, I, I no longer have other people in my life because I need something from them. Yeah. And so I'm I'm available to love them unconditionally. Yeah. And unconditional love doesn't mean that you allow someone to treat you poorly because I love myself first and foremost. I have so much respect. Yeah. For myself as a human being, and so much respect for other people. Yeah. That I don't allow them to continue that behavior. I want to be the example of someone who knows, has learned how to take care of herself and respect herself. Yeah. So it's loving. Not, you yeah. know, I really see that it's loving the other person not to allow them to treat you poorly. 100%. If they are not at a place where they, they are ready to see it for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Catherine. You're so welcome. I hope that's helpful to somebody out there. You know, we, I love, this is a, a subject that I wanted to look into more deeply and to see the truth in it. And I definitely heard something uh, very important for me today. And I'm sure that people out there will too, Catherine. And 
I'm absolutely sure we're going to come back to another subject <laughs> one day. So I love it. I love it. I just so love thank it. Thank you so much. And um, God bless you. Oh, you too. You too. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Are you being held back by issues in your life or do you want to connect to your authentic self? Then I can help you as I'm an expert in these areas. Contact me at marionjorgensen.co.uk or talksfromtheheart.co.uk where you will find more information regarding this podcast.